Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Asthma Spotlight. Today I'm going to talk about asthma reviews, which are also called asthma checkups. So why are asthma reviews important? Now like any chronic disease that you might have, your asthma should be checked from time to time to see if you're having any trouble that may need to be dealt with and also to fix any problems that are identified to bring your asthma under control. So what I aim to do in this episode is to help you to understand the purpose of an asthma review, how it's meant to help your doctor or trained asthma nurse to advise you, and very importantly, this checkup is an opportunity for you to get answers to any questions you may have about yours or your own child's asthma. Now there are different kinds of asthma checkups and these will depend on a number of factors. So there are three general types of asthma review. The first is where you may be seen a number of times to confirm the diagnosis of asthma. And the second kind of review, the most important one in my, in my view, is a review to check up as soon as possible after every asthma attack, no matter how mild or how severe, and also irrespective of whether you have recovered from that attack. The third kind of asthma review is a routine review, which may be between one and four times a year. 
How often you're seen will depend on your own asthma, your own circumstances, and the severity of your disease. Children and those with severe asthma tend to be seen more often. But there are no rules, really, and this will depend on you and your own doctor. So if your doctor is still trying to find out if your symptoms are due to asthma, you may need to be seen more frequently to check on the results of any tests you might have done, and these will have been done to exclude other causes for your symptoms, so in other words, to identify any other disease that might be causing your symptoms, or to confirm whether you have asthma. Tests that doctors or other health carers might do include lung function tests, such as peak flow diary charts or spirometry, which is done before and after reliever medication. Other tests would include blood tests to see if you have any allergic markers that could support a diagnosis of asthma or another cause for your symptoms. So once the diagnosis has been confirmed, your doctor will advise you how frequently you need to be seen for your asthma to be reviewed. So let's now look at reviews which are done after you've had an asthma attack. These are called post-asthma attack reviews or post-asthma attack checkups. The main reason why I think post-asthma attack review is important is because an asthma attack is a signal that your asthma treatment or the way that you take it may need to be changed. So something has gone wrong. So one of the important things to know, if you've had an asthma attack, no matter how mild or severe it was, um, is that you are at risk of having another attack. And the next one may be a lot worse, and it might be a dangerous one. This review is also important because at the time of an attack, your asthma is clearly out of control. And that's why I think these checkups are important. Okay, so what can your doctor or asthma trained nurse find out during a post-attack review? There are really two things they can find out. First, your doctor can find out if your attack is over. In other words, are you better or do you need more treatment? And the second reason for doing this review is to discover what went wrong. So can the next attack be prevented if something needs to be fixed? Essentially, you should not be having asthma attacks. So your doctor needs to see you to find out what went wrong, why the attack happened, and most importantly, what can be done to prevent another one. So you may ask, what is the best time to ask for a post-attack review? And the answer is as soon as possible after you've had treatment for an attack. Ideally, you need to try and make sure that you see your doctor before you run out of any emergency medication that you were prescribed for the attack. Most of the time, you will have been prescribed a short course of oral corticosteroid tablets, which are also called steroid tablets, and this prescription will have been for a short time period, usually for between three and 14 days of treatment, all depending on your particular asthma and the severity of this attack. 
So try to see your doctor before these tablets run out. The next question is how does your doctor or asthma trained nurse find out if the attack is over and whether you're out of danger and have recovered from the attack? So the main question for your doctor at this review is really whether the attack needs more treatment or even possibly whether you need to be sent back to hospital or on the other hand, if you're improving and you are now safe and you don't need any further treatment. So I hope it's clear that the reason for seeing your doctor soon is because if your attack is not over, if it hasn't cleared up, you may need more treatment and this might mean emergency treatment in the hospital. Or if the attack is bad enough, you may need to be referred urgently back to hospital. So how will you and your doctor know if the attack is over? There are four main ways to tell if your attack is improving or if it's cleared up. First, the doctor or nurse will ask you if you're still having symptoms. Are you still coughing? Are you still wheezing? Are you short of breath or are you having difficulty in breathing? You may also be asked to complete an asthma control test, which is a questionnaire called the ACT test. And this is a good way to measure how your symptoms are affecting you, because you get a score. And if your score is 20 or above, that's a good way to tell that your asthma is controlled. Of course, if it's below 20, so if it's 19 or less than 19, your asthma is out of control and the attack is not yet over. Next, another way to tell if your attack is over is if you're waking up from sleep because of asthma symptoms. Nighttime waking due to asthma is a danger sign of poor asthma control. Then another signal that your asthma is not over is if you still need to take your reliever inhaler. Clearly, if you need your reliever inhaler for symptoms like coughing or wheezing, it's a signal that your asthma is still out of control. Now, regarding your reliever inhaler, it's very important to know that reliever medication should work for at least four hours. So if your short-acting reliever is not working or not lasting for four hours, your attack is still going on and your doctor will make the changes to your treatment to help to clear up this attack. Now, the fourth way to tell if your attack is over is by using tests. And you could do lung function tests or oxygen level tests. The lung function tests test how tight your air passages are. And these include peak flow measurements or spirometry tests. And a peak flow chart that you keep can help you and your doctor tell if the attack is over. So you should know what your best or usual peak flow result is. And so if you're keeping a record of your peak flow readings, that's the best of three in the morning and the early evening, you can see when you're back to your normal level. If you don't know what your best reading is, you should see when the readings have increased or leveled out. That's easier to see on a graph, but you can also see this if you're just recording numbers. And when the numbers have increased and settled down and you're getting the same sort of numbers every day, then that's a signal that your asthma is getting better and coming under control. 
I suggest have a look on the YouTube Asthma Spotlight talk on peak flow readings to get a clear idea and understand how to use peak flow readings to tell if your asthma is still out of control or alternatively if you're recovering from an attack. The other test that you could do to measure whether your uh, asthma is controlled or not is to measure your oxygen levels with an oximeter. Now your doctor might do this or you might have been doing this at home. If the readings are dropping down towards or below 94%, that's a signal that your attack is not yet over. So there are a number of ways that you and your doctor or trained asthma nurse can tell if your attack is over and if it's not over, you need to decide, and with your doctor, you need to decide whether more treatment is needed or if your treatment needs to be changed in any way to speed up your recovery. Now we do know that most asthma attacks are preventable. They shouldn't happen. So we need to know why you've had this attack. And as I said, this is the other reason why you need to attend for a post-attack review. Um, This is an opportunity for you and your doctor and trained asthma nurse to find out what went wrong and to see what can be done to prevent another attack. So there are two kinds of factors or things that can result in asthma attacks. These are preventable factors and non-preventable factors. I'm going to tell you about the ones that are preventable in this podcast, because these are the ones that you can do something about to prevent another attack. So there are four main preventable factors, and these relate to medication use, exposure to things which are called trigger factors that irritate your asthma, other medical conditions that could be making your asthma worse, And the last factor is not attending for routine asthma reviews. So, starting with medication, the obvious preventable factor is that, is whether you've been prescribed a preventer or controller medication to prevent attacks. Clearly, if you haven't been prescribed a preventer, that's a possible reason that you've had an attack. However, If you or your child have been prescribed a preventer and you're not taking it as advised by your doctor, that's really a self-inflicted problem that you can fix for yourself or your child. So the next important preventable factor related to medication is whether you can use your inhaler correctly. And if not, the medication will clearly not work. So your ability to use your inhaler correctly should be checked at this review. Finally, there are some medicines that are prescribed for other medical conditions that could make asthma worse. These include some blood pressure medicines, some medicines prescribed for pain, and some prescribed for an eye condition called glaucoma. So it's important to always read the information that comes with any medication you're prescribed, Read it and see whether it can affect your asthma. And if it can, then go back to your pharmacist if you bought the medication there or to your doctor to find out um, whether you could get something different. Always remind a doctor 
who you consult, because it might always might not always be your own doctor that you've got asthma, and always check with a pharmacist if the medicine that you're buying or collecting could affect your asthma. So next, we need to talk about trigger factors. These are also preventable factors related to asthma attacks. So if you know that some things can cause your asthma to flare up, then you should try to avoid these if possible, or to take action to reduce your risk of a flare-up or attack by reducing exposure to these triggers. So, for example, exposure to cigarette smoke or other smoke, like from open fires, exposure to fumes that could spark off your asthma. Strong perfumes can sometimes spark off some people's asthma. And if you know what these trigger factors are, you should really try to avoid them. The next preventable factor is if you have other medical problems that could make your asthma worse and go out of control. So these conditions include allergic conditions, like allergic conditions that affect your nose. Some of these include allergy to tree pollen, allergy to grass pollen, which is also called hay fever, or allergy to house dust mites. And another condition is called acid reflux, or heartburn, which can also aggravate your asthma. Now, if these conditions are treated, then the chance of an asthma attack happening is reduced, and future attacks could be prevented. Of course, if you're allergic to certain foods, you should do whatever you can to avoid these. The fourth group of preventable factors is to do with routine asthma reviews or checkups. These are intended to find out how well your asthma is controlled. So if you don't get offered a review, you should ask for one. Or if you don't attend for one, then preventable factors may not be identified and you may have an attack. So if you're offered an asthma review or if your doctor's asked you or your child to return for a checkup, it's a good idea to turn up for this, even if you're feeling well. So if any avoidable risk factors are discovered in the post-attack review, then these can be dealt with by your doctor or yourself in some cases, um, and also an asthma-trained nurse might be able to help you in this regard. At the end of this review, your doctor or or trained asthma nurse will either update your self-management plan or give you a new one. Okay, so I'm now going to tell you about routine asthma reviews. These are the ones that are arranged uh, either every three or four months in some people, or more frequently, or once a year, which is often the case. So after your asthma diagnosis is confirmed, you will be invited by your doctor to attend for routine checkups from time to time. And how regularly you or your child need to be checked up will depend on your particular asthma. If you or your child have severe asthma, you'll probably need to be seen more frequently. And in some people, this might be as frequently as monthly. At the routine asthma review, your doctor will first try and confirm that you do indeed have asthma. Now, this might seem a bit silly if you've been diagnosed or told that you have asthma, but the point is really that because there isn't a definite test to confirm asthma diagnosis, 
Um, sometimes people are told they've got asthma when this may not be correct. So the first thing your doctor or trained asthma nurse will do at a review is to confirm that you do have asthma. And they'll do this by looking at your medical history, your family history, results of any tests that you've had, your response to treatment or your lung function. And if you do want more information on diagnosis of asthma and how it's made, listen to my earlier asthma podcast um, dealing with asthma diagnosis. The next thing your doctor will do is to ask you how your asthma is affecting your life. How much is it interfering with the things that you want to do every day? Or is your asthma interfering with your work or your school? So then your doctor will decide if your asthma is well controlled or not. And this will be based on your symptoms, possibly guided by using a questionnaire like the asthma control test or the asthma control questionnaire. Now, because these tests and your symptoms at the time of the review are only relevant at that time, i.e. those tests don't tell you how well your asthma was controlled six months ago. So your doctor will ask you some questions to see whether there are other risk factors which place you in danger of having an attack. And one of the things you'll be asked is if you had asthma attacks since your last review. Because that's a signal that your asthma has been out of control since that review. So even if you're feeling 100% well at the time of this review, it's important to find out what's been happening in the past months or year before uh, your current review. So next your doctor will ask and check from your records to see if you've been collecting and taking your preventer medication. Because failure to do this is one of the commonest causes of asthma attacks. Preventer medication is meant to prevent asthma attacks and clearly if you're not taking it or collecting it, you place yourself at risk. Your doctor will also check to see if you're using a lot of reliever medication. Because overuse of these reliever inhalers, these are usually the blue inhalers, can be harmful and can actually cause attacks. So treatment of asthma is essentially preventive treatment. That's the inhaled corticosteroid inhaler aimed at preventing asthma attacks. So your doctor will also check your records to see whether there are other factors which could help to prevent attacks if they are fixed. So your doctor or asthma trained nurse or pharmacist will also watch you use your inhaler. So you should take your inhaler with you when you attend for an asthma check. And they will see whether you're using it correctly. If you can't use your inhalers correctly, your doctor will prescribe a different one or try and fix the way that you are doing uh, this uh, inhaler. In other words, they'll try and teach you how to use it correctly. And then if you prescribed a new one, the doctor or the pharmacist will check and see if you're using that one correctly. Now I should add that if people are not satisfied or happy with the device they've been prescribed, very often their asthma is not well controlled. So if you are not satisfied or unhappy with the device you've been prescribed, ask whether it's possible to get a different one. 
And if your child has been prescribed a pressurised inhaler, that's one of the press and breathe puffers, ask for a spacer to be prescribed if you haven't had one prescribed already, because this makes it easier for your child to use the inhaler correctly. And another point about spacers is that spacers with masks should only really be used for very young children. Um, This is usually children under the age of three. Over this age, they should be prescribed one with a mouthpiece. And that type of spacer is prescribed instead of the one with a mask. If you're not sure about anything related to yours or your own child's medication, ask the pharmacist who dispenses your medication. If you've kept a peak flow chart, show this to the person doing your review. If you have been keeping a peak flow chart, then show this to the person who's doing your review because that'll provide extra information to help them decide if your treatment needs to be changed. And finally, if you have a self-management plan, your doctor or nurse will check to see whether it needs to be changed. And if you don't have a self-management plan, you should ask for one during your asthma review. And this self-management plan should be written down because most of us cannot remember what our doctor says during a consultation, mainly because of the nerves when we attend a doctor's surgery. So I hope this has been helpful for you and that you understand that because asthma is a chronic ongoing disease, it's important for you or your child to have asthma reviews or checkups. So in summary, there are two main kinds of asthma review or checkup. The first one is a review done after you've had an asthma attack, and this is called a post-asthma attack review. This post-attack review is important because an asthma attack means that something serious has gone wrong, and also because an attack is a risk factor for a new attack. So if you've had an asthma attack, you may get another one, and the next one might be very dangerous. There are two main things that your doctor or asthma nurse can discover in the post-asthma attack review. Firstly, they can find out whether the attack is over, and if it's not over, um, they can decide on whether you or your child needs more medication, or whether you need to be sent back to a hospital. And secondly, this post-attack review can help to find out what went wrong Were there any preventable risk factors that could have caused the attack? These could be related to your treatment or if you have been following the doctor's advice. But most importantly, if preventable factors are identified, they can be fixed and future attacks can be prevented. The other kind of review is a routine checkup to see if you're satisfied with your treatment and managing with your treatment. It's also to see if your asthma is well controlled, Um, also to check whether you're able to use your inhaler correctly, i.e. that your technique is correct, and also to identify if any changes are needed in your treatment and whether your self-management plan needs to be changed or whether a new self-management plan um, needs to be issued if you haven't had one issued before. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you do have any questions about asthma, please do email me at asthmaspotlight at gmail.com and I'll try and answer these in future podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asthmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.